Making it in business isn't about spreadsheets, this or that. It's about guts, tenacity, and above all, street smarts. Join Sarah Shaw as she talks with successful entrepreneurs about all the hard-won lessons they've learned on the mean streets of the business world. If you've ever felt stuck, stifled, or even just scared to get out there and make your mark, you'll learn how even the most successful entrepreneurs overcame failure and found the power to move forward. So forget about learning about business in school, because all you need to make it big is a street smart MBA. And here's your host, Sarah Shaw. Hey there, it's Sarah Shaw with another episode of Get a Street Smart MBA. And today I'm talking to Venus Williams. Welcome, Venus. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I wanted, I just was so enamored with the About You on, or about your company, Eleven, on your website. And I just want to read a little quote uh, that you guys had up there because it really struck a chord with me. So, and then I want to talk about what that means to you and a little bit more about your business. So what you guys wrote was, the name Eleven represents how I strive to live every day, that is, without limits. In our world, 10 is just another number, but 11 is a lifestyle. It's about challenging your status quo, embracing positive change, and pushing beyond whatever is holding you back from living your ideal life. We all have stories about reaching seemingly impossible goals, especially in the face of fear and doubt. Being an 11 is about making those stories the rule rather than the exception. And I just love that. It's so positive and inspiring and uh and it actually brought tears to my eyes the first time I read it I was reading it to my mom and I was just like mom this is the most amazing thing I've ever read about another woman really wanting to be the best that you can be and I just I really I love that about you (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so I wanted to just kind of going on that vibe and you know the the you know the word 11 and the name of your clothing company so obviously with your intense tennis schedule and traveling all over the world and you know everything that's involved in in your life prior to fashion how did you even swing going to fashion school in the middle of all of this I know oh first <laughs> of all thank you so much for your your compliment and oh. just as a per you know individually and as a company we strive every day to to live that 11 life so we're encouraging everyone else to do that as well I and am now. How I, <laughs> I went to school, you know, I was playing pro. Uh, all, you know, by the time I went to school, I was already full-time and professional. Sure, um, yeah. So I just would go once a year, go for one quarter in the fall. It took me eight years to graduate, but I finished. Rock on. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I mean, that's I always say of, the day you know. job got in the way. Exactly. <laughs> Those darn day jobs. Um, well, that's that is amazing. So, so after you spent these eight years, you know, going to school part time, did you feel really confident? Like, I mean, was the whole process? I mean, you had so much more time, right? Because most fashion school, you know, people finish it in two or three years, and. Mm-hmm. So since you had all this time, right, the eight years to go to school and think about it and, you know, probably start designing stuff, you know, on the side, you know, in your copious free time. Um, and so what, once you really started to put, put all this together, did you feel really confident in, in the training that you'd had or did, was it still, were you still a little wobbly like a lot of us, you know, a lot of people listening? <laughs> 
Right, absolutely. You, uh, I, I felt confident, and it's just about bringing out your own personal style and being yourself. So I think once you do that, then you're able to create your best designs. Mm, I like that. Did you find that your, I mean, because obviously I would imagine um, in your tennis training that you have to obviously have a ton of self-confidence all the time, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you do, but there's, there's a lot of times where you don't feel super confident. You have to find a way to still win that way as well. So most days aren't, aren't perfect. I'm always searching for perfection. I feel like I never reach it, but it's something to aim for. Yeah, so, so do you feel like you were able to draw on the training that you had in, you know, in the 11 lifestyle and in, you know, everything that you learned and how to go for it and really push yourself in tennis? Do you feel like that helped you as an entrepreneur? Yes, and personally, you know, I only have one pace, and that's like 111%. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, you know, I think you, you learn that from sports, and, you know, it's it's not an easy business. It's um, it's definitely a lot to learn, but I think the, the challenges that you face in sport, you do bring that into the boardroom, and you – you find a way to succeed because you're used to working through adversity and tra- injuries and, you know, tough conditions or even working against yourself sometimes. So right. You find right. a way. Sometimes, you're, you, sometimes oneself can be their biggest uh, impediment. <laughs> right. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, so obviously, you know, everybody makes mistakes and we all, you know, a lot of my, most of my podcast is talking to people who, you know, don't have, who didn't necessarily go to business school and, you know, kind of learned everything on the street. And so, you know, we all make mistakes and learn for, learn uh, from those mistakes and get better and stronger, right? Like in sports and business. And so what, what do you, what was your first like blunder that happened in your clothing company and how did you overcome that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, it's never perfect. You do make mistakes. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily see them as a blunder. I see them as a learning experience. Exactly. And there are times when you have to lose in order to win and get better. <laughs> so, uh, thankfully, there's not a ton of mistakes, but there's always, you know, something you can improve on. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you design everything yourself? Pardon me? Do you design everything yourself? I do. You know, at 11, we're a small team. All of our clothes are made in America. And uh, we're based right here in West Palm Beach. We have our warehouse here, our offices here. And we're we're hands-on. And my main area is design and marketing. And I actually do love business development because it feels like a win when you make a new partnership. Definitely. Uh, what do you think your biggest first success was in this company? I mean, did you, you know, like some people feel like, you know, the first time they got in a magazine or the first time they got into a store or their first website sale, um, you know, it's different for everybody. Oh, wow. For me, I'm always looking forward. So I love success, but for me, it's about that next goal, you know. So uh, we're still working towards um keep every person knowing what 11 is. So I think once we reach there, we're spreading our, our message of living your life as an 11 to me, that would be a success. Yeah, totally would. How many collections do you guys design a year now? We do 
eight collections a year in our fashion releases, and then we have a line of core basics that are always available, but they're core basics with a twist because we, we've added in like a bright pink instead of just navy or gray or black, and we've added like a gorgeous blue that everyone loves. So we, we have a little bit of a twist on the core, and then we have our lifestyle collection, Epitome, which just launched um, on the 15th of this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so super cute. That, w- that would probably make it close to 10 deliveries a year, but uh, essentially it's eight. So we're always trying to keep in new and fresh product to get people excited about it. Yeah. So being you know a relatively newish company, do you guys um, do you guys attend any trade shows yet, or do you, do you just still keep everything in house at this point? Yeah, we do go to some trade shows. We do, and of course we have a sales team as well. So we have a, a pretty typical business structure of, of most clothing companies. That's pretty great. Well, so how do um, how has PR played a role for you guys? Does does it really help with sales? Um, is it something you guys really work on getting um, in magazines yeah. and things like that? PR and marketing are definitely two different things. But for us, it's about building partnerships, building partnerships with the women that wear the eleven and making her life better. With our retailers, of course, being able to deliver uh, product and and style that their customers are going to like. So it's all kind of a a big circle of all of us helping each other. So PR and marketing are important for brand awareness and for people to to know what our brand is about. And when when people hear what our brand is about, they, they, they really relate to it because everyone's looking for inspiration on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's true. Did, did you, did you start the line initially because you just, didn't, couldn't really find things that, that you loved wearing in, in the sporty world, sporty clothing? Yeah, I've had the opportunity to wear a lot of fun things over the years, so that was great. But I, I've always wanted to be a business owner. That was one of my goals in life. So I wanted to pick something I loved, and so that's how I landed here. That's pretty great. I mean, it, you know, the best things are created out of necessity. So I, I always I assumed that you, you know, were looking for something cuter and, and nicer to wear that felt really great to you. So with, with all the, you know, all the stuff that you're doing in your life, I know you have a home decor business as well. Um, and, you know, and with your, you know, with the, uh, with your tennis and everything, how, how do you manage your time? I mean, I'm assuming time management must play a ginormous role in your life. How do you handle all that? Absolutely. It's all about team. You know, I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. It's about building a great team and everyone gets in their lanes and they sprint. So I'm, I'm probably never going to be an e-commerce expert, but we have a great team that understands that. Um, and they probably don't want to do a ton of design, so that's my lane. <laughs> it's important to have a team that uh, really, really are experts in their area, and they always stay curious because it's the only way to stay relevant if you're constantly reinventing. Yeah. How do you uh, How do you feel like when you're on the road, you know, playing tennis? Do you miss – being at your business, is it hard to be away from this baby when you're taking care of the others? Uh, no, I'm always in contact. You know, email, text, phone, I'm always kind of looming, you know. <laughs> uh, but when I'm on tour, this is an important part of my life as well, obviously. So when I'm there, I have to be pretty engaged in that. So I find the balance, and I love the pressure. 
<laughs> some some people thrive on pressure. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what's what's next for your company? What are you guys working on, and and anything special coming out that you want to share? Uh, coming up? I know your new collection just launched on the 15th, but when will your next collection come out? Yeah, we're excited about launching uh, even more in-depth lifestyle collection in spring 18. And uh, right now we are working on spring 18, and it's not even 17 yet, so we're always working in the future. I always joke, I've seen the future already, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) Been there, done that, more that. Yeah. It's so it's so funny in in design world because I've been in worked in fashion for the last twenty years and it's it's always it always felt to me I don't know if you feel the same way that by the time because you are working so far ahead by the time you actually get to when you're producing the thing you've been designing for a year and a half or you know ahead of it you're kind of like wow really I'm already on now I'm on to the next thing I'm already bored with this one I don't even want to wear it <laughs> or do it mm, right <laughs> it just it seems so. Um, it seems kind of so old school by the time you actually get to it. Um, well, thank you so much. I so appreciate you sharing a little insight into your business and your life. And I just wanted to say thanks so much. Uh, Venus has generously offered a 20% off code to anybody listening, and we'll put that in the podcast. It's Venus um, is the 20% off code, and you can visit her site. Um, and we will put all the links um, to 11 uh, in the podcast review. And I hope you guys will check it out. She's got super cute clothing and um, looks like it's just really fun to wear. I'm going to be going shopping myself. And Christmas is coming. <laughs> and, um, and I really appreciate it. And you have a great great success with your business. I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for having me, and I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, thanks. All right, Bye. Thanks. thanks for tuning in to A Street Smart MBA with Sarah Shaw. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes to get the latest episodes anytime, anywhere, and we'll see you on the next one.